0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: His fate after being charged in connection with the shooting of Washington Commander's running back Brian Robinson Jr. last summer. Will that six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in Newport News
2: face charges? Maryland leaders make a final push to relocate the FBI headquarters in Prince George's. I'm John Doman. It's midnight.
1: I'm Tom
3: Fotey in Washington. A health insurance database hack here now apparently has some very sensitive private information out there, irretrievably so. Congressional correspondent Scott
1: McFarland. The U.S. Capitol Police notify U.S. House leadership there was a significant data breach on the D.C. HealthLink, the D.C. government health system through which U.S. House members, their staffers, and their families get their health insurance. The FBI is investigating and says it was actually able to buy some of the personally identified information on the dark web.
3: Also here in Washington late we're just coming in from a spokesman that Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell has been hospitalized tonight after a fall at a local hotel. We're also watching a police standoff in Los Angeles where a wanted suspect is reported barricaded inside a residential garage that near USC Medical Center in connection with the wounding of three LAPD officers. California also continues to struggle with the effects of weather it is not used to. Way too Much recent snow and rain. KGPE TV's Esteban Reynoso and Shaver Lake.
1: Elizabeth Yelton with Caltrans says snow removal crews made it possible to open the travel way.
0: The lanes are now wide enough, you know, the roads are to a point of safety where we don't have a purpose to keep them closed.
1: But with more rain and snow on the way, we asked Yelton what it would take for the highway to have a hard closure again.
0: It's not going to get people where they need to go in a safe manner, then that is the decision that will be made to close down the roadway until we can get that road prepared and ready to go.
1: After
3: high-profile incidents of people, usually black people, dying in confrontations with police, the Justice Department is taking a deeper look. Correspondent Jeff Pegues.
4: Currently, there are eleven open DOJ investigations of police departments or units nationwide, among them Minneapolis, added in the wake of George Floyd's death. Today, the Justice Department added Memphis following time. Ty- Gary Nichols' death two months ago. On the
3: Health Watch Word from the Food and Drug Administration. The
5: FDA is warning about a shortage of a popular asthma medication, albuterol. A major factory recently closed, leaving only one manufacturer of liquid form of the drug, most often used in nebulizers for young children. Traditional inhalers aren't impacted.
3: Correspondent Margaret Brennan. Some showbiz fashion news, something of a minor disaster for a major designer, Christian Siriano, days before the Oscars. The
0: designer posted, Video of his sopping wet studio with hashtag save the gowns on social media.
6: We're
3: machines to buy out the
0: A pipe burst causing tons of water damage. Siriano says only a few dresses were ruined, but didn't mention whether any of them were Oscar gowns.
3: Monica Rickson, this is CBS News.
2: Prices at an all time high. Our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow.
0: Donate your car today. Now
2: accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
7: No, it's Thursday morning, it's 12 Welcome, it was March 9th. Clear this overnight early morning with diminishing winds, low in the 20s and 30s before we're done. We're at 44 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this early morning.
8: Breaking news on WTOP.
7: Word has just come in the last half hour tonight that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is apparently hospitalized in D.C. after a hotel fall. Stay WTOP. will have more as the information comes available for us this morning. The U.S. Senate votes 81 to 14 in the end to block a D.C. law. The new criminal code bill will have, would have actually lightened penalties for several violent crimes. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, Thursday morning. Texas
2: Senator Ted Cruz was one of many Republicans who sharply criticized the D.C. Council for lowering mandatory penalties for crimes including carjacking.
8: Who in their right mind looks to those rising crime rates and says... The answer is to lower the
1: penalties.
2: Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen was among the few Democrats who defended D.C.'s right to develop its own criminal code.
1: This resolution is an attack on the democratic rights of the people of District of Columbia.
2: Van Hollen and Maryland Senator Ben Cardin voted against the disapproval resolution. Virginia Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine voted for it. President Biden has said he won't veto the measure. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP
7: at 1205. New Thursday morning on WTOP. A 15-year-old boy has now been sentenced officially in the shooting of Commander's running back Brian Robinson and the shooting death of another teenager. The Washington Post on this reports this morning that the teen has been ordered to remain in custody of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until the age of 21. Robinson was shot in the leg during an attempted robbery in D.C. in the 8th Street Corridor in Northeast back in August. The teen pleaded guilty to that attempted robbery He also pleaded guilty in the case to voluntary manslaughter in the shooting death of 15-year-old Andre Robertson back in October. It's a story that shocked the nation early this year. A six-year-old boy shot his first-grade teacher at a school in Newport News, Virginia. We've learned here at WTOP now the child apparently will not be held criminally liable in the case. The city prosecutor tells NBC News this week he will not seek charges against the student, but he has yet to decide whether or not any adults associated with this case could be charged. The shooting on January 6th at Richneck Elementary has led to a potential lawsuit expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher, Abigail Warner. It also led to the school's superintendent and assistant principal being kicked out and to the installation of metal detectors. For more than a decade, the federal government has been working to find a brand new home for the FBI's headquarters. It's down now this morning to Springfield, Greenbelt and Landover. Leaders in Maryland got one last chance this week to convince the GSA and FBI why it should go to one of
8: those last two sites.
1: This is a legacy-defining decision for the Biden administration.
2: Maryland Governor Westmore and other leaders came here to GSA headquarters emphasizing multiple executive orders from President Biden that focus on equity. Equity is important and is
1: not to be made a mockery
2: of. And also cost. Senator Chris Van Hollen. The cost
8: of Springfield is a minimal of a billion dollars more.
3: But cost and equity rank low in the current scoring, while proximity to Quantico is the highest. GSA assured us, and the FBI assured us, they would go back to the table. Congressman Steny Hoyer says... And reassess the correctness of this process.
8: At GSA headquarters, John Dome and WTOP
7: News. Virginia officials are expected to make their final pitch to the GSA this Thursday morning. Stay tuned. John Dillon will be covering that for us as well. Starting this summer in July, recreational marijuana becomes legal in Maryland. But what's still foggy this morning is how to deal with potentially impaired drivers.
5: Maryland has a marijuana problem. While recreational use will be legal in July, driving while impaired won't be. Maryland State Senator Jeff Waldstriker acknowledged the problem at a hearing in Annapolis. Simply put, there is currently no such thing as a cannabis breathalyzer since there is no precise biological factor indicating whether someone is impaired by cannabis at the moment that they are tested. He's sponsoring a bill to allow a company, Cognivue, to pilot the use of its medical device. The company says the device has been tested in controlled settings, but they need to judge its practical application in the field. Under the bill, drivers would not be required to take the test And the results could not be used in court. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
7: Thursday morning, March 9th, 2023. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 12 Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with this this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center.
6: Hi, right, good morning, Dean. We'll start off with some good news. Long standing closure, outbound Clara Barton Parkway. The crash occurred right near the exit for Cabin John Parkway, which would take you toward the Interloop and River Road. The crash investigation completed. All lanes have been reopened, so you can once again continue through outbound on the Clara Barton Parkway, not only to get to Cabin John, but to get to the Antelope as well at the American Legion Bridge. Now, speaking of that, out loop as you cross the American Legion Bridge, continue into Virginia all the way down through the Dulles toll road. Single file right gets you by the work zone. Uh, inner loop tonight, no work, uh, between, uh, Tyson's and the Legion Bridge. So that's good news. Uh, the interloop express lanes, however, are closed, uh, between Springfield and I-66 for the overnight work. And if you're eastbound on 66 in the express lanes, uh, the left lane and the left exit that takes you to both loops to the Bellby and the express lanes, uh, that is closed as a result of overnight work. Now, westbound 66, the heaviest volume had been between the rest area, Manassas, and Sudley Road. That, as a result of the work so much has you getting down, uh, getting by, single-file thread. But as of late, delays have actually eased. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald on the mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs mixed to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit fitsmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic.
1: We've got a nice one out there on our Thursday with temperatures in the low to mid-50s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine, too. Friday, winter storm moves in. D.C. metro area, south and east. It's rain to the north and west. It may start off as some snow for a couple of hours and then switch over to just plain rain. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s. Saturday is just plain cold. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
7: We right now are at 43 degrees at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Longfin. Say 15% on Longfin's deck papers, and fences. Go to longpence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. you
8: with WTOP, Matt Lane.
7: Where the time now is 1210. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP.
8: Let's check it out with Jeff this morning. The number of job openings fell in January, and the number of Americans voluntarily quitting a job fell to the lowest level since 2021, Adidas warns of its first-ever annual loss in three decades. After ending its partnership with Kanye West's Yeezy shoe brand, Habitat for Humanity houses in Virginia are starting to get solar. The first was just installed by Fauquier Habitat in Warrington, thanks to an American Institute of Architects grant. The Dow lost 58 points, but the Nasdaq gained 46 Jeff Claymore, WTOP News. Coming right up on WTOP. A past
0: director of DC 911 sues, claiming she was fired for reporting deadly problems. I'm Megan Clowardy.
9: A 15-year-old girl tells 911 she was shot by her mother. I'm Neil Orgenstein.
5: For more than 50
7: years, KBR delivers mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions to space, defense, and intelligence communities. Whether training astronauts or testing the latest military aircraft, KBR equips those on the front line and those exploring a new frontier. Known for excelling in extreme environments, KBR is trusted to help its customers meet their most pressing challenges today and into the future. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. A Thursday morning, March 9th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is twelve twelve. Glad you're with us. This
8: is WTOP News. This next
7: story on WTOP this morning involves your safety. If you ever need first responders in the nation's capital, for well, more than a year now, she ran D.C.'s 911 Emergency Dispatch Center. Now in a suit against D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and the city itself, This former director claims she was fired for shining the light on life and death problems that were plaguing the department.
0: The claims that Cleo Sabido makes in her whistleblower suit filed earlier this month paint a much darker picture of D.C.'s trouble emergency dispatch. As first reported by Stouter 911, Sabito's claims include her documenting 10 instances in one day when Office of Unified Communications Dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address, allegations the office went out of its way to avoid complying with public information requests, and that the city's 911 staff lacked adequate training. The suit says her former boss warned Sabido to, quote, tread carefully and not pursue her concerns as it would upset Mayor Bowser, end quote. Sabido also claims the city tried without grounds to deny her unemployment. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. I believe the lawsuit is without merit. Megan Cloward, WTOP News. Meantime,
7: a heartbreaking 911 call from a murder victim. That's what jurors heard in the very first day locally of the Fairfax County trial of one Veronica Youngblood. She's charged now with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment
9: back in 2018. Jurors here in circuit court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers say that she loved her daughters more than anything, but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News.
7: A doctor licensed to practice locally in D.C. and Virginia who pleaded guilty to illegally prescribing drugs is learning his fate this week. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sal has been sentenced to 15 months after he prescribed the medication that led to a man's apparent overdose. Sal did not have a doctor-patient relationship with that man, apparently. Text messages detailed in court filings show that Sal actually prescribed narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for money. Authorities say he backdated medical records then to make it look like he was the man's actual doctor after learning of his death. And the top stories we're following for you breaking this morning word that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized after a hotel fall. DC's revised criminal code has united a deeply divided partisan Congress. The Senate has now, to that end, voted to block the bill from going into effect. And the DC HealthLink is the latest victim of a cyber attack. The healthcare marketplace says hackers gained access apparently to an unspecified number of customers' personal data. Keep it here for full details and these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
5: Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience search for available jobs online, We topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect.
7: Coming up on WTLP, this midnight hour, Thursday morning, March 9th, in the minutes ahead for Emergency inspections ordered in Frederick,
6: Maryland, after that fiery tanker truck crash. I'm Dick Uliano.
7: With Dean Lane on WTOP. 1217, an update on traffic and weather a minute away.
5: Here's a highlight from Eric Tapp, Senior Executive for Business Development for the Defense Division at GDIT, on the discussion Mission Partner Environments from the series Enabling JAD C2, sponsored by GDIT.
9: There's a couple of really basic components that change the game for the mission partner networking and mission partner sharing it's data tagging. It's the identity management. And then there's the policy, the digital access control policy.
6: JADC2 is key to delivering information advantage. The success of JADC2 depends on enabling technologies such as mission partner environments or MPEs. That's why GDIT is envisioning and developing next generation MPEs. We're leveraging our decades of support for these essential environments to build robust and secure MPEs. That make vital data and information seamlessly available to warfighters. Enabling them to sense, make sense, and act at the speed of operations. To learn more, visit
7: gdit.com MPE. Coming up after traffic and weather Thursday morning on WTOP. It's a new joint where you can light up a joint in Montgomery County. I'm Mike Marilla. It's Thursday morning, March 9th. Glad you're with us. It's 1218. Driving good weather on the 8s over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center.
6: All right, work's zone on the Beltway in Virginia on the Outer Loop, As you come off the American Legion Bridge, head past the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike toward the Dulles Toll Road. You're down to a single lane to the right getting through that work, zone. You will find an occasional delay there. It's hard not to with only one lane getting by, so just keep that in mind. Once you clear the work, though, nothing else in your way. Continuing south towards Springfield or even further east headed toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, nothing in your way. Uh, interloop the only work is in the express lanes closed between springfield nine sixty six for the overnight work if you 're traveling eastbound on sixty six between twenty nine centerville and twenty eight single right lane gets you by an occasional delay there as of late it 's been moving better. The express lanes eastbound on sixty six at the bellway the left lane and the off ramp which takes you to the inner outer loop express lanes closed by the work zone you squeeze by to the right uh, eastbound as you cross over the bellway stay left past the work zone. Westbound going into the Roslyn Tunnel, the work zone blocks a single right lane. If you're traveling further west uh, at the Bellways, the left exit which takes you into the westbound 66 express lanes, that is closed off due to a construction. And then further west, out between the rest area Manassas and 234 Sudley Road, single right lane gets you by the construction. And uh, in the same general area in the express lanes, they do have the right lane closed there for yet another work zone. Rich Hunter, W Tip traffic.
1: Looking pretty good out there on our Thursday morning. It's a chilly one, but this afternoon is looking fantastic. Plenty of sunshine once again. High temperatures in the low to mid-50s. On Friday, though, we've got a winter storm moving our way. Now, most of us will just see rain from the D.C. metro area down to the south and east. But north and west, this will be a little bit of snow and not expecting a lot. And I think the road should be fine. But once again, this is a storm system we're watching closely. Temperatures upper 30s to low 40s during the day. Saturday, just cold. Wind chills in the 30s most of the day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist. The camera.
7: A bit chilly, still windy, but less windy as we head towards daybreak this Thursday morning. We are at 37 degrees this midnight hour in Rockville, 41 this morning in Ashburn, 42 district heights. We are down to 43 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, nulakhomedesign.com. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 1221
4: on WTOP.
7: Thursday morning, March 9th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 1222.
8: This is WTOP News.
7: The pets come in all sizes and shapes, but locally in Loudoun County, some exotic animals apparently crossed the line. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has now voted to ban the ownership of certain kinds of exotic animals. That list apparently includes wolf hybrids, kangaroos, scorpions, baboons, alligators, venomous snakes, and non-native venomous spiders county is now also banning the breeding of those animals. Virginia law already restricts private ownership of many other wild and exotic animals, such as big cats and bears. When should students these days in Arlington locally be allowed to use their cell phones? And a recommendation to the school board there, the School Health Advisory Board is now advocating for an away-for-the-day policy. Arlington Now reports the possibility has drawn mixed reviews from school board members. A school spokesman tells WTOP three Arlington schools currently require phones to be put away during school. Fairfax County recently banned cell phone use in the most places during the school day. Saturday's awful crash and fiery explosion locally of a tanker truck in Frederick, Maryland, was so intense inspections have been ordered on a particular section of the road later
2: today. The State Highway Administration will check the drainage structure on U.S. 15 at the crash site
6: between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street. The driver of the truck was killed and the fire reached six homes and several vehicles. Crews will be out Thursday conducting inspections in the center median. They'll check to see if the drainage structure is damaged and determine the extent of any needed repairs. Drivers can expect the left lane closed starting at 10 a.m. southbound U.S. 15 past 7th Street until about 2 p.m. Meanwhile, cleanup will continue
8: on the northbound side through Thursday. Dick Uliano, WTOP News.
7: It is a first of its kind in all of Maryland. In Burtonville, a lounge has now opened up for people to light up their joint.
0: Hello, my name is Venus Haymichandra and this is Salon House.
7: Amy Chandra owns the place and she says people come here for many reasons.
0: Maybe their significant other doesn't like it when they smoke in the house or use cannabis products in the house or they're just looking to get to know some others in the in the community. It's like a cigar bar
1: and they can't serve food.
0: To try and partner with food trucks so that y'all have food here, especially the munchies here.
1: You'll need to bring your own marijuana to use or get it from the dispensary next door which she also owns and right now only state approved medical marijuana users can come and partake
0: but once july 1st comes around and rec gets approved uh we are good to go
1: and when that happens those 21 and up can have up to 1.5 ounces of the drug in burtonsville mike Marillo, wtop news you are listening to 103.5 fm and
7: wtop.com
8: Get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon
5: welcome to washington freezing rain moving into our area temps are expected to nosedive get the
0: latest storm team four updates every 10 minutes on the 8th
8: wtop news everything you need every time you listen
0: good morning welcome
7: in thursday morning march 9th time now on wtop is 225
8: sports at 25 and 55 powered by red river Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
2: Our first midnight hit with Mr. Rob Woodfork Thursday morning. The Wizards led by as many as fifteen points and did a lot right on their home court, but it wasn't enough to avoid falling to the Hawks. One twenty two, one twenty. A game in which Kristaps Porzingis made seventeen of his twenty two shots to set a new career high of forty three points, but
9: in a costly
2: loss. This one means
9: double almost, and even though yes, of course we did good things, we fought hard. We, we can find all the excuses in the world. This is our fourth game in five days, but uh, still. We want to get the job done, but we didn't so we have to live with this.
2: But not for long as the Wiz host Atlanta again Friday night with a chance to pull back within a game of the Hawks for eighth in the Eastern Conference. The big college basketball news of the day came out of Syracuse where the university announced head coach Jim Bayheim is done after 47 seasons and longtime assistant Adrian Autry is taking over. ESPN's Jay Billis said of the Hall of Fame coach. I can't think of basketball without thinking about Jim Bayheim. The accomplishments are so many, and while the exit after the loss to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament may not have been the most gracefully handled. That's not what we're going to be thinking about. You can hear that press conference in the next half hour, and we'll see if something similar plays out at Georgetown after the Hoyas took a beating from Villanova to go one and done in the Big East tournament. George Washington eliminated from the A-10 tournament in round two, but George Mason advanced to the quarterfinals for a matchup with St. Louis. In the Miac tournament, Howard onto the semis thanks to a rout of South Carolina State. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
1: This is George Wallace, and March is here, which means spring is very, very near.